I'm someone who loves trying out different makeup looks, but doesn't really wear much on a daily basis, so I like to focus on making sure I have high quality staples. And whether you like a fresh face, full glam, or somewhere in between, you've probably seen Thrive Cosmetics Viral Tubing Mascara. I've certainly seen it everywhere, you know the one in the turquoise tube? So that mascara, along with all of Thrive Cosmetics beauty products, are certified 100% vegan and cruelty-free, which I look for in makeup, and they've got excellent quality to match. And something I didn't know from all the mascara videos I've seen is that for every product sold, Thrive Cosmetics donates either that same product, another product that is needed more, or a monetary donation. They've worked with over 500 nonprofits to help with a wide range of causes like supporting cancer survivors, people experiencing homelessness, education access, and so much more. Knowing that makes me feel even better about using their products. And I do enjoy using them. Like I said, I like having high quality staples, and so my favorites are products that are multi-purpose, like the Brilliant Eye Brightener. It comes in a bunch of colors, and I like using them as eyeliner, eyeshadow, and even highlighter. Thrive Cosmetics is luxury beauty that gives back. Right now, you can get an exclusive 20% off your first order at thrivecosmetics.com thrive. That's Thrive Cosmetics, C-A-U-S-E-M-E-T-I-C-S, dot com slash thrive for 20% off your first order. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. And let's talk about what lessons have found. Let's hang out. And let's listen to two lesbians shout. Let's hang out. Let's hang out. Hey everyone, welcome back to Les Hangout, the podcast that has never once in our lives been able to think straight. From the <laughs> West Coast, ever. <laughs> from the West Coast, I'm Lee Holmes Foster. And from the East Coast, I'm Ellie Brigida. To those of you who have been with us through this whole journey, thank you as always for listening. If you're a new listener, welcome. We're excited to have you here. Here's what's happening this week. This week in the Les this week in the Lesdom is a place where we can touch base each episode about things going on with the podcast or otherwise. We would love it if you would join our Patreon. We have all kinds of bonus episodes for you. Season seven, our Patreon bonus episodes coming up. We have the Miseducation of Cameron Post that just came out. And our next one is going to be on Blue is Warmest Color in October. I know it's a lot of people's favorite or least favorite films. Quite controversial. So if you want Lots to hear of our opinions on that. You can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash lespatreon. Some of you may have been following our trip to Croatia last week. We had an absolute blast. We just had the best time. It was such a gay old time. It was such a gay old time. We had the best little team of LGBTs. Such a good crew. And we know some of you may have seen, because we started dropping some links to it in our Instagram stories if people were following along. We are planning already our next trip to Costa Rica. We're going to be going May 1st to May 6th. This one, if if you were following the Croatia trip and you were like, hey, this looks busy and that is a whole lot. Three locations in a week is a lot. 
This one, we're going for a little bit more relaxed vibes. It's less travel time if you're coming from the U.S. It's more retreat style. We're going to be going. We're going to be doing more of the hangout part of Les Hangout in Costa Rica. We've got some great activities. We're going to have a spa day. We're going to have a horseback ride up to a, a waterfall and stuff. So it's a little bit lower key. There's some hot springs. If you want to join us, you can find all the details at bit.ly slash let's do Costa Rica. In the greater Les universe, we are very excited that the WGA strike has ended. So they announced a lot of the details, and I think they they basically got concessions on most points that they were really gunning for. So I think I know they won things about like AI. I know they won a lot of their really important points about staff minimums and for like paying writers for like different specific types of scripts and stuff that they were writing, like getting credits and getting paid for stuff um, like room minimums and stuff like that. So they actually basically kind of got everything that they were really gunning for. And I think it is huge news for the SAG strike that is still ongoing that basically, you know, studios and networks had to just admit, yeah, you actually need writers and you should be paying them for this stuff. And they got huge concessions and are, I think are pretty happy with with the deal overall. Amazing. So fingers crossed, similar wins for the Actors Guild. We'll see. We'll and see we what's going on. we are excited too because once, once the WGA strike and the SAG strike are over... We can expand our should have been gays back again and and get some more guests on and stuff. Yeah, it's been hard without, you know, people can't promote anything. So we'll we're going we're 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 hoping for some good resolutions. But very exciting news that I think is the officially the longest WJ strike they've ever held. And also just really important to show how powerful collective, collective bargaining, bargaining can be in why unions. Freaking go. Let's freaking go, everyone. Yeah. So good. Good, good, good. Good developments. Also in the Greater Liz universe, so there's a trailer that came out recently for a new Hulu show that's dropping this fall. That's part of their Huluween programming, and it is Kristen Stewart's gay ghost hunting show. Great. So, <laughs> Ghost Kristen Stewart gays. Perfect. Yes. It's called Living for the Dead. And it apparently introduces a team called the Ghost Hunties that are a team of five gay experts, like paranormal experts. It sounds very funny. I don't I don't know all that. I mean, obviously, it's not out yet, so we haven't seen it, but I am excited to find out more and excited to watch it when it comes out. Damn, we really are winning during gay Christmas, which is <laughs> Halloween. Yeah. Also in the Greater Lives Universe, The Ultimatum Queer Love Season 2 has been announced. They're starting to do casting for it. So God help us. People love the show, as you know we do. But if you're out there and you're like, let me wreck my relationship on TV. Yeah. Do it. Go for it. The opportunity is here. Live your life. (laughs) You will not catch me anywhere near it. But if you want to audition, go for it. (laughs) That's what's happening this week. Back to you, Ellie and Lee. Thanks, Ellie and Lee. And welcome to our fourth episode of season seven and our very first seventh season installment of Les Essentials. We love our Les Essentials. Those of you who have been here, you know what a Les Essentials is, but we're going to tell you anyways. Les Essentials is a recurring segment on the show where we dive into classic lesbian movies or shows. 
And as a reminder, we also write and record original songs for all of our Les Essentials movies and shows. So you'll want to stick around to the end of the episode for our original song for this movie. It's called Waves. And for today's Les Essentials, we are talking about the 2008 lesbian film, I Can't Think Straight. Aptly named. Two thousand freaking eight, Lee. We wow. I feel like we have been. We've been doing a lot of newer movies, and I could use a throwback. Like this is bringing me back. I here's my problem with what you just said. I am not ready. <laughs> I am <laughs> for two thousand and eight to be to, a throwback. For yes, yeah, I, yeah, yeah. That's I'm not okay. I'm not okay with this. <laughs> It was 15 years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah. It's not allowed to be a throwback for me also. <laughs> 15 it's years. What, what's a throwback? 20 years? Listen, I'm still in the mindset where like 1990 was 10 years ago. And so it's a problem for 1990 me. 1990s a throwback, not a classic. Yeah, right. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so anyways, just the extremely <laughs> recent hit film that just came out i can't think straight <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. which which was directed by shamim sharif written by shamim sharif and kelly moss and stars lisa ray and Shital sheth uh, just a recent recent film very recent yeah yeah which yeah, brand we'll, new. <laughs> we'll dive into has anyone even heard have you guys heard of this <laughs> yeah we'll dive also, have y'all we'll heard d- of i can't think straight if this movie actually came out last year, Lee, we would have a very different, uh, less essentials chat about it, though. So we have to, we w- I know, we really we have to uh, put it so in true. its correct time period. <laughs> That's all. I'm Can saying. you imagine? That's all. I'm saying. Oh God. Yes. So yeah, okay. Are we ready? Let's Should do I do it. an I- IMDb-, IMDb synopsis? This baby. Let's okay. Do it. The IMDb synopsis for I can't think straight. I I don't get to do that many of these this season. This is very exciting. The IMDb synopsis is as follows. A young woman engaged to be married finds her life changed forever when she meets her best friend's girlfriend. Okay. Okay. Mm. I have to say, as one of the few IMDb synopses I'm getting to read right now, I'm a little underwhelmed, honestly. Are you ever whelmed, though? we've We've had one or two good ones yeah well okay yeah, yeah. we've had one or two slightly mediocre ones. ones yeah yeah that's why i yeah. said that's why i said well passable i don't think we've ever been overwhelmed you know but this feels you like ever just exceedingly underwhelming yeah, yeah. on the on the scale of imdb synopses that we've read this one feels her life worse. changed forever i mean yeah. to be fair her life is changed forever so we'll dive into that i would also like to mention that i can't think straight won many 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 lesbian film awards also in terms of this film queer woman writer and director one of the reasons that we picked it for the season is because it was create one of the reasons we picked it for this particular season is because we are uh not doing struck work and this is by an independent film studio as well what was your personal experience with i can't think straightly Okay, my personal experience, as you as you might remember, and some of our listeners might remember, because I know we've we've talked about this, I think before. Um, we were going to do a Les Essentials for I Can't Think Straight in season four. Yeah, a while ago, maybe. Yeah, a while ago, and so we had watched it at the time. We were like all ready. 
already notes taken. I wonder if I actually, I should have looked up if I have old notes somewhere for this. But anyways, we were going to do it then. And then we, at the last minute, it was near the holidays. We decided to pull an audible at the very last minute and switch our essentials to everyone knows our favorite movie, Happiest Season. Mm -hmm. And so now we've just sort of had this sitting around in our back pocket waiting, waiting for the to right moment up and it was in the, the right rotation. moment. We brought it. So here we, we now here are. We are. Here we are. We brought it back. So that was the first time you've seen it, though. You hadn't seen it before we decided to do it. I had not seen it before we decided to do it, actually. No. Interesting. Because I saw this movie in college. It was like one of the movies that was on my like. I'm a baby gay and I'm going to go on Netflix and see what all the gay movies are and I'm going to watch all of them. And that was a time when the gay movies that we had were honestly just like I can't think straight. Like, yeah, you know what I mean? Like, this is a essentials to me because it has holds a special place in my heart. But it also is like it hasn't I think it has an 18 percent on Rotten Tomatoes. Does it really? Wow. I mean, okay, here's here's the thing. I agree. I mean, as much as I as much as I'm joking that 2008 wasn't that long ago, it the reality of 2008 media where we were at the time, you know, I'm like, what was the other stuff I was watching in 2008? Cuz that was also during the that was the last writer strike, wasn't it? Like right around that time? Because that was, or like maybe right before that was the last writer strike. Because I remember there was a huge, that was like the web series boom, mm-hmm. right? A lot of web series stuff was big at the time. So I think the writer strike must have been right around then. And because a lot of the stuff that I'm thinking of in 2008 was like the anyone but me era, yes. you know? And God, when was... um. When was South of Nowhere? Was that somewhere around then? Maybe it was I a little think later. I it might that? have been. Let me look. I know. Now I got to try to look up the. No, it must have been before that. So, yeah. So maybe I was watching South of Nowhere around that era. Like, I mean, it was just. Yeah, South there of Nowhere was, is 2005. It, but it was like. Okay. That, but it ran for a couple years, right? So it was probably right around then. But that entire, like, stretch of lesbian films, like, had a lot of things in common that were yes. cracking me up. watching this movie because it was like I mean first of all you couldn't have a lesbian film that didn't involve a man right no like no this is the comp hit was like comp at the time super strong it was like yeah oh like being gay is really hard but the interesting thing is like there's like a turning point in 2008 right because that's why I like the movie because it's like being gay so hard but our lesbians get together in the end they just start dealing mm-hmm. with like a lot of struggle. You know, it's like struggle, yeah. struggle, struggle with coming well, out to our parents and like the parents are sc- yes. like screaming. Her mother like scream cry. Like it's like your life is over. Like it's like she wants to die. Like it's insane. So there's a lot of that. It's also it was um it it was watching this which must have come out like Five years or so after Bend It Like Beckham, mm. right? And sort of, it was like you got to do like a redo of, I mean, I get like not exactly the same, but just sort of like the, here is a a culture and a 
family like set of expectations and you know just a lot of like the the kind of similar pressures on the people whereas like we all watch bend it like beckham and we're like come out to your parents and then she doesn't and then you know you kind of you get to watch this movie and it just felt like it felt like a a take two in some ways yeah, you know yeah, of like, saying like hey actually yes you can be in this type of family this type of culture and and have these types of comp expectations on you and be true to yourself you know exactly it's like it's so like to me it's so heavy-handed so it was just making me laugh oh, it is but i still like that we're doing it as a essentials because there's a lot of things about it that it's a very important piece of cinematic, of lesbian cinematic history. Oh, hugely. You know what yes. I mean? Like that, ex- like like you said. So let's actually, let's dive in a little bit and we will okay. say what the film is about. We'll do that whole spiel and then we can talk about a little bit more of the implications of, I can't think straight, <laughs> the implications. But okay, so storyline. Basically, we start and we have these this one character is where we first start, Tala, right? Her whole thing is, it's her f- engagement party. This is her fourth engagement party ever. She's broken off her engagements with every other person beforehand. She's weird. So, so strange. Weird. So strange. Everyone's talking about it. They're like, oh, she's like, never found the right man, blah, blah, blah. But somehow this man, Hanny, who she's with, is the right man for her in the time, right? Mm-hmm. Then we move on to Layla. These are our two main characters. Tala comes from a very wealthy family. Layla comes from a more working class family. And Layla ends up meeting Tala with her boyfriend. So the compet is strong, right? Uh, the comp- yes. It Tala's is- engagement party, Layla meets Tala with her boyfriend, right? The second they meet, this is the such, it is such a hilarious lesbian movie. I was cracking up so much, but sorry. Because it's so like they look at each other and that's it. You, It's like an imagine me and you kind of vibe. Oh, yeah. It's it's the which listen, I'll give them this. And at least I mean, we should we should. This is probably so the wrong place to do this. But I will say anyone who's familiar with I Can't Think Straight know this knows this is the director's second movie with these two actresses like kind of right back to back world unseen was 2007 i can't think straight comes out in 2008 they're both written and directed by shamim sarif and i just i think we have to say sometimes when the chemistry be popping man like i can't i can't begrudge you saying like wow let me get these two women in another movie together because even just from this very first scene like that's the thing is like you can uh, even today i would allow this meet cute i mean like the context and the comp head of it all like okay we've done it but like i would allow it just for how good their chemistry, their chemistry is, is so good. Tala together. also like ugh, Tala as a character. She's so hot. She really is. She's <laughs> because she's just so like she's so confident and sure of herself. It's like she just like goes into this conversation and is like, "I'm gonna like question all of your world beliefs right now." Your first time I'm talking to you, and they get into this like heated intellectual debate, and you're like, "Ah, like the fire." And like yeah. her boyfriend yeah, yeah. could be, like could not be there and it'd be fine. So we have the meet cute. There's a lot of just like sexual tension. 
Also, can we just discuss the um sorry, the while we're talking about Tala, I love how Tala comes in and is like, I have to kiss you and I have to steal your boyfriend's seat. <laughs> yes. She's like <laughs> She's like, now she, I am she's so, in this now I'm your boyfriend. Yeah. And, yeah. Yeah. And she just like moves right in. She's like, she puts herself directly between them. She turns around. She's like, the heavens have parted. Mm-hmm. I need to kiss your face and I need to sit in your lap. <laughs> yep. They're Which is just very, very close. It's a vibe. Very close. Yeah. yeah the, also, the outfits, like all the outfits. Oh my God. Button up. She's Wait, who's Ta- Tala's, Tala's or Layla? Honestly, both. I ask as though I don't know what your answer is going to be. I mean, be, but, but Tala's like the butt. She always wears a button up shirt and khakis. Yeah. But Layla's like a cargo pant kind of girl. Like they both have the gay Layla's outfits. like a dad hat. Yeah, the hat, yeah. <laughs> the messy ponytail. Like it's hilarious. They ha- then they have this tennis match, which is like a metaphor for like let's have aggressive sex without having sex. They're like just like <laughs> is that is that a new metaphor on our list? Where like you could have ocean waves or, or they tennis could just match. play tennis. <laughs> yes, but they are like they're like uh, 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 like they're just back and forth. It is a lot. The men who are their partners are just like looking back and forth, like watching in awe. Then they like that's what I'm saying. This movie was making me laugh. I'm sorry. They do the tennis match and then where then she's like, oh, let's go to the changing rooms. Like it's like borderline. It's like it's borderline, borderline predatory lesbian. Yeah. Like and it's like it makes it even more because, you know, that Tala's been with a woman before. I feel like you're like, OK, you are being very aggressive with this person that you just met. Yeah. She has a moment where she has some, Layla has something in her eyelash. And she just picks it out of her eyelash. Tala does. Mm-hmm. I'm like, this is like, and then she says, you should relax more. And she's <laughs> like, they're holding each other's hands. Like, it's a lot. It's a lot of. It's a lot. It's a whole It's lot. a lot of physical tension between the two of yeah. them. Well, and it's a lot of like, I mean, I'll give them the credit for the chemistry, but it is an awful lot of like camera work, like zoom up on the bedroom eyes, staring intensely into each other's souls. Like there's a there's a lot going on. A lot of soul gazing. A lot there's of soul gazing. There's a lot. Yeah. There's a lot of like intense pointed it's gazes so intense. and eye contact and And I one thing I like about this movie too is like they really don't waste time with the gay because right after this Tala lies to her parents and says, I'm going to meet my boyfriend. And instead of going to meet her boyfriend at the polo match, she goes and sees Tala play polo. Yeah, I I feel like there are certain things where you're like, I just, you know, I guess we don't talk enough about it as such a gay activity. As polo? As polo. I feel like it just doesn't come up that much. Well, it's also probably because like media because. We're also watching, so this this film is set in, this is also very important. The film is set in London, and each of these mm-hmm. characters have a very different religious background. Tala is a Christian from Jordan, and Layla is a Muslim from London. And so mm-hmm. there's like a very, that plays a big role in the film as well, is like their different families and different ways that. Like, Tala is very much like, I cannot be gay in Jordan. Right. And Layla's like, we live in London. Like, who, like, we're in the West now. 
Like, it doesn't matter. I mean, it does matter, but not as much. But I feel like because it's in London, that's why, to come back to the polo aspect of it. How often are we yeah. watching, like, an American movie where they play polo? I mean, that's that's true. But also, can we just talk about the, like... The outfit, the swagger, the the walking over and putting the helmet on her fucking she head. She puts it's the just helmet like, on her head. Like, whew, girl, like, it's it's working for me. I'm not, if you had asked me, like, oh, is polo going to be, like, a hot, sexy time? I'd be like, I mean, probably smells like With Lisa Ray, there. yes. But <laughs> Lisa Ray making the polo scene work for all of us. Lisa and Ray makes ble- so much bless work her for, for me. it. Makes so much work for me. It's a lot. Which again, I'm like credit to her because you could put a lot of other people in this scene, and a lot of the stuff that she does in this movie would immediately veer into icky territory for me on the predatory scale. But she like she really walks right she walks up to that right up line. To the line. <laughs> To the point where you're it like, all work. okay, like yeah. as a baby, like because also Layla is a baby gay. Like we don't find this out till later, but like Layla has never been with a woman before, so it's like you can see that there's like this like she's testing the waters of like, yeah, are you into this or yeah? She's like, I'm in, I'm in these tight pants and boots and this fucking polo shirt. And, like, <sighs> it's so much. Here's my riding yeah. crop. Like it's, it's a so whole. Lot. It's a whole thing. <laughs> And then <laughs> this movie really worked for you as a baby gay. Elena. That's what I'm saying. Like, I look back on it and I'm like, wow, I, w- I was like this little baby gay being like, oh, my God, like someone could be like this towards me. What? You're like, someone could have a riding crop. What? What? <laughs> so, like, I do feel like it has a pretty significant place in a baby gay's life. Like, this is a very, mm. at least in my baby gay years, like I was like, this formed me. Also, like, why aren't more rich girls gay? Because I'm sorry, but, like, if you were watching a whole bunch of girls in these fucking polo outfits, like, day in and day out, like... I mean, Lee, I do think a a lot of rich girls are gay. They probably are. They're just all bearding. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. So I don't, you know... (laughs) They're all bearding, like, these two freaking gaymos over here, you know? Exactly. Then we also get into, like, another one of these, like, cheesy tropes, which is like, oh, you're a writer... Show me oh, yeah. your writing. <laughs> like, whatever. So she's like, okay. So she's like, oh, I I'm just I'm just learning. I'm new at this whole thing. I'll bring you my thing. And then she brings her her writing. And they have this entire talk where they talk about, she's like, so why haven't you gotten engaged to all these men? And she's like, they were all very nice, except for the drug addict one. But things just didn't click. Is this in the park? Yeah. And there's a very specific. This, this also such strong Imagine me and you. This has such strong imagine me and you vibes. This this walking in the park mm-hmm. scene, like well, and two, it's like in imagine me and you. There's that exploration of like love at first sight, and like oh well, heck, I love him, but like I don't know if I feel for him what I'm supposed to feel, right? Mm-hmm. So there's they're literally having this conversation. That's the gayest conversation in the world. It's like it's the gayest conversation. Maybe we expect and and Tala says maybe we expect too much. Let's do just a, a real brief, like, PSA. PSA, listeners. If you... <laughs> Listen up, ladies. Listen up. If you are <laughs> constantly... If you are constantly having really charged emotional conversations with your very close 
you know, girlfriends about how maybe you just don't know if you're really feeling what you should be feeling for the guys you're dating in your life while like brushing your elbows together and walking very close together and staring longingly into each other's eyes for multiple seconds. You might be gay. <laughs> That's all. Also, welcome. If you're listening to welcome. if you're listening to Let's Hang Out season seven and we're having this conversation. Welcome. With you. you and that girl might just wanna fuck a little. That's all. Just a little. Just a little. Just a keep little. It, keep That's it, all I'm saying. Keep it baby gay PG Lee. Yeah. All right. Maybe they'll just have a You might just want to fall into some flowers together. Fall it yeah. You might just want to um go on a you know, vacation weekend getaway together. Yeah, get on a, a weekend getaway. <laughs> no, you know what's funny about this from personal with one bed. That's with all. one bed. What? I know it died. I died that they only had one bed. From personal experience, I literally had that. I've said those words. Maybe I expect too much when I was in high school. Exactly word for word, like was like, I don't know. I don't really feel anything when I kiss my boyfriend, and then I was like. Maybe I'm just feeling what everyone else is feeling, but like I don't know what. Maybe like, it, maybe I just don't know what. Maybe it, I don't know what, what it's I supposed. Really you know what I mean? Like maybe or yeah. maybe I'm just like oh, what I think it's supposed to feel like I'll never feel because it doesn't exist. And then after you thought that to yourself, Ellie, did your sister walk in your room and be like, "Wow, you have a lot of Katie Lang in here"? <laughs> yes, that <laughs> uh, that was killing me. Okay, is so, that maybe what happened in your own life? That, is this movie based on you, Ellie? Yes, is what I'm asking. No, actually, I did have a conversation with my sister, but not the Katie Lang. So the next, okay, so the next scene, yes, bring us back. Was she like, "Wow, you have a lot of Martina Navratilova yes. and Katie Lang in here"? This scene is so funny. She's talking to her sister. Her sister talks to her on the bed. And she's like, anything you want to tell me. They pan over to her sister looking at her dresser. And you're right, Lee. Katie Lang uh, CD. I actually took a picture of this because it was so funny to me. (laughs) Those books. Okay, the books. Virginia Woolf, A Haunted House. Martina Navratilova, Being Myself. Sure. Passion Fruit. (laughs) Oranges are not the only fruit. Fingersmith. <laughs> and despite the falling snow, which is Wait, funny she because. Has Fingersmith on there? I didn't even notice Smith. that. That's incredible. Yes. Layla, sweetie. If you read Fingersmith and you don't know you're gay yet. But that's what I find so funny about it. That is the most hilarious directorial choice. Because I don't even think a baby gay would have all of that gay. Sh- like, no. you know what I mean? Here's, it was okay. so heavy handed that it made me cackle. Okay, two two things. One, we should mention Navratilova was not quite as turfy in 2008 as we now know that she is. Just to call that out. Two, so it wasn't like a problematic choice at the time is my Still. point. Two... I am sorry, but you find me a hundred straight girls off the street. And if one of them has ever heard of the Fingersmith, that girl's gay. Like, I'm sorry. There's, there's I'm no saying. straight girl, that girl would, who has that, that girl book on her shelf. That girl would not be gay. That's the thing. No. You would never know about it if you no. had not come out yet. So that's why I'm like, Katie, Katie, Katie Lang, Lang I'll allow. Yeah, Navratilova, I'll allow. Fingersmith, absolutely no, not. No man. way in You hell. have to go find that. That is a you deep find that dive. Shit. Like, Two years yeah. into your lesbianism when you're like, yeah. I actively want to read a lesbian book. So that just cracked me up that they were like, what are the gayest things in the world? Let's put them on her dresser. <laughs> so funny. 
But so her sister knows, whatever. Then we move on from that because she's going on this weekend vacation, right? So they go. Yeah, where we meet, uh, we meet Tala's sister who who just clocks them. All right. Also, because they're not being subtle. They are so all over each other. It's comedic. Mm -hmm. And why would you take this weekend getaway and only book yourselves one hotel room with one queen bed as friends? And it is. It's funny. And then she's like, oh, dance with me. Like, you need like come here and show me your dance moves. Look again, walking right up to that line, towing towing up on that line of predatory Mm -hmm. weird behavior and somehow just like smoothly pulling it off i'm like how is she doing that is are you a wizard wait so here's like here's the thing i find this actually interesting because we talked about this in 703 with ivy about predatory lesbian stuff right yes i actually think this because there is consent coming from the other side I don't even think you can call like she's she's flirting and testing the response. I mm-hmm. think she would become predatory if Layla was wasn't wasn't into, into it. it. Yes. So I Agreed. think that's the 100% thing. hundred percent is like if there ever was a moment where Layla was like, I'm uncomfortable, stop. And she didn't stop. Right. It's really right. just like she is much more forward and aggressive than we expect Here's here's but what I think she's giving it, it Layla's is. giving the signals right back consistently. No, she is a hundred percent. But here's what I think it is: is like we are so used to, and we and we bring up all the time, and we make so much fun of like the useless lesbian who refuses to make a move, who's like, "Is this girl into me? I don't know." Tala's well, just like you know, she is after you've been living <laughs> together for like <laughs> a year, and so I think there's just. It immediately, when you see somebody who is just like so confident, so bold, so like just just move, just move after move after move. She's, I'm fucking feeding you fruit. I'm gonna. I'm, she we, we does feed one her. Bed. Uh-huh. I'm gonna put. The, yeah. Oh yeah. 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 She's, about that. <laughs> she's like all up in there, and she's like, I'm just gonna dance seductively in my robe and like pull you up to dance with me. It feels like. There's always that possibility of being like, wow, you are pushing real hard. And I think the the lesbian inclination is you're like, what if she's not into it? Right. Yeah. Like, oh, my God, what if she's not into it? Like, what if she doesn't want that? And so it like it immediately gets that kind of like <gasps> kind of sensation. But then you're then you watch Layla and you're like, oh, no, you are 100 percent into this. She's and giving so her all of the it. signs to continue. Like, you could not be more obviously showing her that this is working for you. And and I agree. I do think that has a lot to do with why it works. But it's also so funny because I'm like, how in a million years, if she had not been into this, how would you have played this off as platonic? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. But that's what I'm saying. Like, How would you many, have done that? But there were many, like, steps leading up to this that she was just like, testing the yeah. water she's like are you into yeah, yeah. Me? she's like let me will just sway sh- a little bit oh you're looking yeah. and you're not looking away yeah, yeah. Okay, okay here we go come dance with me right like <laughs> come dance so it's with like me. it's like i don't know i this this does it for me this does the like back and forth kind of the like they're dancing then um layla's taking a more aggressive stance too so it's like you also have layla grabbing tala or like dancing with her from behind or whatever mm-hmm. so like it doesn't feel one-sided 
And yeah. then they start making out and you're like, what the hell is happening? <laughs> the payoff, like the payoff happens super fast, I feel like, relative to other lesbian films. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, yes. Well, and and the payoff comes without, like, I, I also really enjoy that they get to this point without... Uh, without hitting a lot of the angst or drama or anything yet, you Until know, it's like I, get, I know we're going to get together, there, and I yeah. know we'll have to work through all of this stuff. But it, I just kind of like that this feels pretty organic, unencumbered. It just this is what's happening. It's like here you can't fight this, you know. This is a thing. Here's where we're at, and then we'll get into the, yeah. the here's the conflict and the drama we have to work through. Okay, fine, sure, yes. But I like that they didn't preface the payoff with all of that stuff we got the we got like some payoff first and then and then they're sleep they're naked together in bed being like so have you ever done this before and tell us like yeah Yeah. i was madly in love with this girl in college and then i was like i can't do this but i was like and then layla's like i also find it so funny that like it's just so gay because layla also says something where she's like She's like, yeah, I felt so much and blah, blah, blah. Didn't think I'd ever feel it again. And she's like, except for now. And I'm like, oh, like, she's literally like, oh, so your college girlfriend. Not as good as me, though, right? Like, after you slept together once. Are you ready to shop? Rakuten's Big Give Week is back. Get 15% back at hundreds of stores. And it's all happening this week, May 6th to May 13th. It's the perfect time to shop for everything on your list for spring and summer, like clothing, outdoor gear, and travel. I know I'm using this week to stock up on some warmer weather essentials at Ray-Ban and Ulta, and I love that Rakuten even helps me save on travel at sites like Hotels.com. Rakuten really is the best way to shop, and you can save even more by stacking cash back on top of deals. Plus, during Big Give Week, that cash back is bigger than ever. With Rakuten, membership is free. And when you sign up and shop today, you get an extra 10% cash back boost. That's an extra 10% cash back on top of the 15% cash back. You won't see higher cash back rates than these. Go to Rakuten.com or download the Rakuten app. R-A-K-U-T-E-N. Shoppers get it. Contained herein are the heresies of Radolf Burntwine, erstwhile monk-turned-traveling medical investigator. Join me as I uncover the blasphemous truth of a plague-ridden world, that ours is not a loving God, and we are not its favored children. The Heresies of Radolf Burntwine, coming January 2nd, wherever podcasts are available. Once. She's like, but you're my love now. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. I have a question now. Yes. Because some of our listeners will give a, a little, you know, sneak peek into our, we have a Patreon episode that comes out with this. I think it's releasing at the same day as this or right around yeah. this on Blue is the Warmest Color. Mm-hmm. And in that episode, we have some thoughts about the sex scene. <laughs> in blue is the warmest color i'm curious knowing how we felt about that sex scene which i think didn't super work for either of us yeah where does this one how, where does this one fall for it you? honestly works for me it works for me too i honestly i'll take this i mean it's short i wish it, it would as a like i i would accept this being longer but i like this better than blue is the warmest color 
even though you don't see anything, it's even quite, though it's like that's very, thing. it's quite tame. It's super tame. Yeah, it's super tame. And I'm not saying that I I need it to be this tame, but this filming composition, just just overall vibes. style <sighs> vibes are so much better in this scene. I would like it to be like a, <laughs> as yeah. tame as it is. I would want it to be like a little sexier. I agree. Yeah, like, like maybe in terms of like, twice as long and a little bit more would be like great. Little, but like I would do yeah. this. It's like very hint. It's very hinty in the way that like most yeah. lesbian sex scenes in this time period were. But it was like we had a lot of like kissing, kissing the belly or like, yeah. you know what I mean? We have like, I feel like that's also so um, classic of this time to be like. Oh, very much oh, so. Oh, like she's going to go down on her. But like you won't see her go down on it's- her. But like the sex, it's the sex scene pinkies touching equivalent. You know she's 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 heading there. Yeah, you know where you know where she's going. You know what the goal is, right? I just think we we talked in Blue is the Warmest Color about how that scene had no softness. Yes, this so soft, and there's the the chemistry between these two actresses is so good too. That like literally just like their kissing scenes are so good. Because you they're just great. like are just they're like, great. You feel everything that they're feeling. You're like, it's just there, right? Like, yeah, it's just there. So yeah, I could still vibe on it. It's like a little more artsy than I need it to be. I like a little bit more explicitness, but not too much. But it still works. It just I would take this scene oh, versus over, blue is the warmest color. I would take this over the what do we have like 15 minutes of sex I scenes in blue this. is the warmest. It leaves color. a lot more to the imagination, but it's not. Portrait of a Lady on Fire that's like, and we kissed and we're awake. And you're like, what happened? Right. <laughs> but what right. happened? So, yeah. So, I, I'm i a fan. And then the... the Use your imagination, Ellie. <laughs> the after sex processing. Very gay. Very, very gay. gay. Then it's basically like... I also find it so funny and interesting that Layla, this is the first woman she's ever slept with. And she is so like... Fuck it. On top? Well, yes. <laughs> Sorry, what? <laughs> no, yes. But also, she's like, so I'm going to come out to my parents. We're going to be together forever. I don't care about your fiance. And yeah. Tala's like, what are you talking about? Like, we cannot be together. But like Layla, it's like her first time. She's like, clearly she's thought about this before. I mean, she has a copy of the Fingersmith in the her bedroom, Ellie. She's thought about this before, okay? There is a reason that girl was on top and mm-hmm, ready to go. Mm-hmm. Like, this is not, this is, it might be her first time. But she's practiced. In reality. Yeah, yeah. In, in her it head, is not, it's not her first it's, time. In her, it's not, yeah, her, it's first not her first time, time. up here, yeah, yeah. I'll tell you what. Yes. <laughs> she's like, I finally get to try the things that... <laughs> That I've been waiting to try. Wild. She's ready. She was ready to go. So they have this whole thing. Then they go back to London. And Tala's mom, who we haven't really talked about, but she sucks also. She's super like... (laughs) A lot of people in this movie suck. Must have my child marry a rich man. And then also she's like anti-Semitic. And she's like... (laughs) Fucked up to her housekeeper who spits in her drinks. Like, she's a horrible human being. But she, first of all, walks in on Tala and Layla being super gay together, which I'm like, ladies, you, um, Tala, you just said you can't be together. And yet you walk into your own home that you know your mother lives in, like pushing her up against a wall to like 
basically start making out with her, these things do not add up. The consistency in a house that big, you should be able to hide better. (laughs) Yes. Um, So her mom walks in on them and brings her fiance out and uncomfortableness ensues where she's like, I also love the mother with the like Cruella DeVille style like cigarette. cigarette holder. You could not more obviously be trying to portray someone as a villain, as like a Disney villain. Yeah, she's right? so villain, like such a villain. Yeah. Also, I'm just like, can they not pretend at all? I'm like, you guys have been pretending to be straight your whole lives and you can't pretend yeah. for one dinner. Like it's Ellie, like- <laughs> sometimes you taste the sweet forbidden fruit and other food just tastes like ashes in your mouth now. What do you want from them? <laughs> Valid. But I still feel like Tala would have been better. Like neither one. They both are like, like can't even pretend to be nice to the fiance. Like um, Layla's like, I have to go to the bathroom. And Tala's like, can I come with you? What do you mean? Come with you. Can I come with you? Well, listen, to be fair, this man walks in and like sticks his tongue down her fucking throat. Like it is. I mean, it's her fiance though. So. (laughs) (laughs) It is. It is a whole lot. I know. But even your fiance, like in front of her mother and her friend that you're just meeting is a whole lot. I also, there is one thing that I absolutely love about this scene where he walks in, and that is the juxtaposition of him sitting in his suit and Tala sitting in her suit. And they're sitting in, like, the exact same position, and it's, like, a very mask position on her. And it's it's such a, it's such a short frame that it happens in, but it is so funny. It's just... I don't know. It is like chef's kiss of the the suit and positioning that they put her in is fucking so much. (laughs) Suits. Suits. I know. Suits for days with Tala. Well, listen. So much queer energy. Always. Yes, please. So much queer energy. Then they basically break up in this whole thing because Layla's like, I want to be with a woman who I'm excited when her key turns in the door. And Tala's like, I have to marry this man. Yeah, the I you're so right though. The Layla like one eighty. It's, a, it's an insane. <laughs> like that's the thing. I'm like Layla I get wakes it. up from that bed in a fucking pride parade. But to right? be fair, I'm like <laughs> she... I'm laughing about it, but I get it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you know, you I, know. When you know, okay? yeah. Like I'm like probably yeah. I was I was pretty much exactly the same. Like here's once here's you how know this you works. run out of the closet. That's just and how we it all is. know it's how it is. We all know how this works, right? She's she's been she's been listening to her Katie Lang albums in bed, reading the Fingersmith, and just being like, maybe it's not that great, right? Like maybe yeah, maybe I just think maybe it's, I wouldn't yeah, yeah. be that <laughs> into it. Like maybe this just seems really like ooh exotic and and forbidden, and like maybe it wouldn't be all that, right? And then she. <laughs> sex and with she's a like, woman never mind, once, it's better than I thought. And she's like, I will forsake my family <laughs> and society and I will live in the woods by myself if I get to be gay. Like that's, that's she gets she there, really so gets fast. there so fast. Which you know what? <laughs> so Good for you, Layla. Good, Good for, you. for you. We love to see it, yep. right? It's great. And then they go so they go to um from there they break up and we go to the wedding. Yeah. And and she comes out, right? Like she doesn't she go right home and tell her family or something? So Layla comes out, but yeah. she comes out. We we see the wedding, then we see Layla come out, then we go back to the wedding. I'm pretty sure. But yes. So Layla comes out. There's also 
at um so Layla comes out to her mom and she screams I'm gay at her screams it and her mom acts like she's the devil like it's pretty traumatic she's like you're a sinner and Layla's like I haven't caught a disease I'm just gay it's a pretty intense thing and then she has the most extreme overreaction her mom she like screams and runs away and Layla's dad's like calm down everything's fine I'm gonna buy you an apartment I also can we shout out the dad's response though when she's like I he's like what did I miss and she goes I'm gay and he goes but I've only got two two hours hours. (laughs) sometimes two hours is all honestly that is all I'm saying for her she flipped a switch real fast I mean let's be real it was her first time and they were both super into it that was more than two hours but I'm just saying sometimes two hours is all it takes sometimes two hours is all it takes so she comes out and she's like, I'm gay. I'm ready to move out. I'm going to move to my own apartment. We flash back to Tala at the wedding. We have another gay character who is the gay cousin, I guess. I don't know. Like Tala's sister's husband's brother. He's yeah. this gay boy who comes in from New York. And we have this whole ridiculous plot with him and the other sister being like, we love men and we love New York and we love being vegetarians. <laughs> And I think, you know, through all of that and also just her bawling her eyes out over uh, Layla, Tala decides to call off yet another wedding. So she. I mean, sometimes you just have a skill and that girl's skill is ending a betrothal. Mm -hmm. Okay. I think this honestly, I think the skill is getting another man to propose to her knowing (laughs) that she's broken like five proposals proposals all of these men are like the the girl in a rom-com being like i can i fix can him. fix her <laughs> she's i can change her so she breaks up the engagement i will say like each of them their fathers are far more supportive than their mothers oh yeah the dads are great so her father's just like i just want you to be happy like you don't need to marry this man like it's fine and her mother's like flipping the fuck out losing her mind well her mom sucks her mom always sucks then we flash forward to Layla again she has pictures of her and Tala on her bulletin board that I just need to bring up because I'm like when did she take these pictures print them out and put them on the walls of her room she's she's there with her little like paper inkjet printer yeah photo. <laughs> yeah um her sister's also wearing an I can't think straight t-shirt at some point which I find hot, hilarious hot stuff Layla goes to a lecture sponsored by Tala's parents that Tala is also at with her current girlfriend, Jennifer. And Tala's, Tala is so, Tala in general, girl is so forward. I love it. Mm-hmm. She's like, you're not interested in Jordan. You're interested in me. And her girlfriend's like, um, can we leave? <laughs> I mean, to be fair, it's so rude. The whole thing. So just rude on everyone's part. <laughs> and Layla's like, this is my girlfriend. Have you come out to your parents yet? No. Goodbye. Right? Ta- Layla is really like, if if Tala doesn't come out to her parents, she does not want to be with her. So this is like the whole yeah. thread of everything, right? Ali, who's the boyfriend from before, the sister, Layla's sister decides to tell Ali, like, hey, do did you watch the TV show The L Word? Her exact words. <laughs> That's what they are. They're gay. If you've seen the L word, you know what Tala and Layla are, right? Yeah. They set them up under false pretenses to go to dinner together, Tala and Layla. 
they have this whole conversation where Tala's like, I love you. I want to be with you. But like, I just can't be with you in public. And Layla's like, no, if you're not going to come out to your parents, I don't want any part of this. I'm still with Jennifer. Which, listen. Goodbye. Good for her. Yep. Have some, like, have a backbone. She's set her standards. I'm here for it, Mm -hmm. you know? But she does, she does then find out that Tala doesn't have a husband. So, like, that's complicating things. And she's also like, yeah, I'm with Jennifer, but she doesn't make me feel the same way that you made me feel. Not cool. Then we are also so funny on how ridiculously we flip back and forth between we're like, you do not have to be with the first girl you sleep with. And then we're like, but sometimes they're your soulmate. (laughs) Well, yeah, that's I mean, but that's lesbian movies, right? I know. I know. Lesbian movies are like the first girl I ever was with is the love of my life. And why is you hauling such a lesbian phenomena? Who can say, you know, you could say. And to be fair, it's not the first person that Tala has slept with. And Layla has left Tala, explored with a new girlfriend, and then is like, well, maybe it was Tala. So it's a little, little more flexible, but very, um, yeah, very interesting. So then Tala writes a poem to Layla, sends mm-hmm. her a gift. She goes and she tells her parents she's gay. In another fucking power suit, too. Yep, she always. is all up in these power suits. And in a hilarious twist of events, after she comes out, the housekeeper gives her mom a drink with her spit in it, and she drinks it. Amazing. So that was great. Shout out to that housekeeper, honestly. Shout out to the housekeeper. Then we get our little happy ending. Surprise, Layla's now a published author. Tala comes to her book signing, and she says, can you sign this to Tala, who finally had the courage to come out to her parents? Then she opens the book, Ugh. and she sees that Layla has written in it. I love you. Stop it. And then Stop it, you two. We flash My forward heart. to them sleeping together again. They're making out. They're having sex. And then in the most gay twist ever, at the end, they're sitting on a bench and they're looking at kids. They just got back together. And Tala says, I hope you're ready for kids because I told my parents we're going to have children soon. <laughs> What are you talking about? Why is you hauling a lesbian phenomenon? No one knows. I feel like she was like, she came out to her parents and they're like, but what about kids? And she's like, don't worry. I have a girlfriend and we're going to get inseminated soon. Really soon. And then I mean, listen, they've got money. They're ready. Honestly, they could do it. But whatever. Whatever. Then we flash to a gay bar scene with the gay cousin. The song I Kissed a Girl by Jill Sobule starts playing and we're like happy ending for our lesbian lovers happy ending for our gay boy in new york happy endings for gays everywhere just all the gay happy endings and honestly i'm not gonna complain i mean it's again is it dated yes Yes. was it huge for what it was at the time yeah because realistically the drama and the angst in this Com- honestly, stakes. honestly, compared to even some movies now where the drama and the yeah. angst is, it's yeah. not that bad, right? Like they have conversations where Tala's like, I don't know if I can, but you have like, you have the juxtaposition of them, right? Layla is like, I love you. We can make it work. And Tala's like, I don't know if we can make it work, right? Instead of like deep yeah. gay despair. 
you know, right. and they come out to their right. parents and things are okay. No one dies. <laughs> right? Like, it's a rough coming out. Like, it's not yeah. like, yay, it's rough. But they do it and they're okay and they have their own apartment and they're going to live their life in London, which is like more accepting than Jordan. And yeah. And it's, I mean, you just, you can't, uh, the nostalgic part of saying, um, ending this type of movie on a on a happy ending to the song I Kissed a Girl in 2008, like, groundbreaking. <laughs> groundbreaking. Well, that's that's the thing, too. Like, we just don't have that many, like, feel-good movies. So I will, I will take, like, that this movie is not a freaking cinematic masterpiece. Yeah. Because they're cute. They have good chemistry. They get together in the end. And everyone's happy. It's also, it's not bad. It's not badly filmed. Yes. It's not, I mean, on the scale of, of production value, it's not I will say that the, wildly I high. I will say that but acting actually, is pretty rough. There are some, some parts not that are pretty rough. Not the two main characters. Not the two of them. Every no, other no, act, uh, yeah. like literally every single other character, the acting is so rough. It's, it's, you know what it reminds me of sometimes? Okay, I, how do I want to explain this? Because I feel like it's going to make it sound like a negative commentary on what I want to explain it using. And it's not at all. Sometimes there are ways in which it reminds me of Debs, mm. like the acting sometimes, but in the way that like Debs is doing it tongue in cheek to itself and this movie's not. Do you know what I mean? Yes. Right. Where I'm like, you're not trying to make it as campy and over the top as you are. And, and like, Debs is. Well, that's what I'm saying. When the, <laughs> but it's the same. When, it's landing in the exact same place. But one of you is self-aware about it. And one, and of, one you of you is, you is not. not. When the and, mother and starts I agree. crying and scream running away, I'm like, that is oh, yeah. comedy gold. But I don't think you're trying to make this comedic. <laughs> <laughs> that's it's so over the top but it also but the thing is is the two of them are great and their chemistry will sell this movie every Anytime, time yeah every time it's gonna it's gonna ride the wave of the two of them and why shouldn't it i know? agree like that's why i'm saying like i remember when i would watch this movie and i'd be like it was because the chemistry was so good i feel like you you're know, like i want this like i want this like crazy kind of like life-changing love whatever you know you know what else i'm gonna say it's very similar to in that respect <laughs> where it's like the two main girls fine everyone else eh, is new york christmas wedding yes it's it's that, that it's that kind of it's on par in terms of the like okay so you got these two and then a bunch of extras <laughs> yes <laughs> you know? It's yes. kind of like that. That's how it feels. Um, but honestly, I like their chemistry better and I like their little story better. And it's just, it's cute. It was sweet. It was a happy ending. It was so much at the time. There was so little out there. Just, I agree. I think it's, it still falls into a essentials for me because oh, it just checks a lot of those boxes. Like we said, like happy ending is really like huge. And it is, it's just like, it is cute and sweet. And also, people have been asking us to do this one because I think, too, like, it has two QPOC leads. Like, it's very, like, entrenched in these two different cultures. Like, it's not a standard, yeah. like... It is not too, like, it is not, not, your, is not typical your typical two white girls, blonde, a blonde and blonde a brunette. And a red, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, it's not the blonde and brunette <laughs> right. formula, right? Like, and I think that's really important that we watch all 
that we watch those and that we share those and we uplift them. No, absolutely. Because even today, I mean, this again, we just said this came out 15 years ago. We still do not have a whole lot of movies in 2023 featuring queer brown girls, queer black girls like these are and especially in relationships, not with a white girl. Yes. Right. Like that just still doesn't happen that much. That's why it was such a huge deal when it was happening on on Batwoman when that got canceled. That's why, you know, it's just it's like it still matters. And the fact that there are still not a whole lot of other movies with this kind of representation 15 years later, Mm -hmm. kind of depressing, honestly, you know? Yes. Agreed. Also, it's like very um, I don't know, like how much I can personally comment on the politics of everything in the film but it is yeah very, probably not it is <laughs> not our yeah but it is very much top place but it is very much written by somebody who is impacted by those cultures yeah and like is writing their experience and like they have a lot of conversations about the like israeli-palestinian conflict and all those kind of things that i think like yeah it's it doesn't shy away from the fact that that we are talking to a christian and a like Christian and a Muslim couple in Jordan and London in 2008. Yeah. I think it it is a good example of why like own voices stories are needed yeah. and important absolutely. But I I think just across the board like it this still this one still hits for me, you know. It hits. It hits for it sure. Does. And it is so silly. I was laughing so hard at some shit like the Katie Lang thing. But were you laughing at the comedy that was meant to be there? No. Or were you laughing at some of the no, funny no, no. acting? I was laughing at Level all of it. Things. Like I was laughing at just like the at the 2008 of it all. It's so, yeah. You know? It's so much. So I'm just, I also want to say like, if you are going to watch this film and you have never seen it before, just know that going into it. That like, that's the kind of film that it is. Because I feel like I I honestly love a film that has an 18% on Rotten Tomatoes sometimes. Do you know what I mean? Like, There's not- different reasons for an 18%. This this one, I yeah, I'm surprised it's that low. So honestly. the audience score is higher, but the critic score is 18%. The oh, audience well, score was sense. 60%. Okay. Which is like not horrible, but like, you know, not... This is not... Um, I don't know. This is not but I'm a cheerleader in terms of like. Okay, but now, sorry, you know what I have to look up immediately is um, what the Rotten Tomatoes for Happiest Season is. <laughs> because because here's why I'm curious, okay? So the critic score for Happiest Season, what do you think it is? The critic score? Um, yeah. 80. Is 82%. Mm-hmm. And the audience score is 73%, right? And I feel like this is why it's so telling, right? Is when you look at these two movies and you compare, I'm I'm doing them specifically because we we happened to have- To replace uh, to this one with replaced, Happiest Season yeah, in the past, our, yeah. Yes. And, but because I think it's really important to look at these two movies in contrast and say like, okay, yeah, production budget for Happiest Season infinitely higher i mean you can tell just the quality well of yes acting the acting the pr- well, infinitely quality higher. of the production of the of, of the, the cast, lighting of, the, of yeah. the yeah of the the caliber of cast that they were able to get but which one would i choose to watch again as a queer person i can't think straight 
it's not happiest season. I'll tell you that. Mm-hmm. And that's the thing is it's like, again, it is so it is so tiring to constantly have to have the conversation of like why queer media is important and why it is so hard that we so frequently don't get the movies that are going to rate with critics the way that they rate with us. Yes. Because we're all passing the same tire $10 bill around, right? And it's just depressing because honestly, on the scale of kind of lower budget indie queer movies, like these are actually well done. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You know? Like, I think I think Shamim Sarif is is great at writing and making movies. Yes. And what's sad is I'm like, give her the budget that Happiest Season had, right? And yes. what could we get? And also let her cast Lisa Ray and Chidal Yeah, let, let her only cast the same actresses. <laughs> Let's only cast these two because I bet their chemistry still fucking slaps 15 years later. And like, I'd be into it. I'd, I'd watch it. Yes. She did a movie recently um, based on one of her books that I think did sort of well, um, Despite the Falling Snow. I haven't seen that one. But it stars that. Rebecca Ferguson. And Anthony Head. So good okay. cast. Yeah. Oliver Jackson Cohen from, uh, what's it called? And that was more recent? 2016. So, quote, okay. recent-ish. And that's one of the books that she had on her, um, what's it called? Her dresser. But it's funny because it's not it's not a lesbian book. It just was one of Shamim Sharif's books. So she's like, and let me throw my book on here. Nice. Like, I just nice. find it funny. But yeah, those two actresses, first of all, like give me Lisa Ray and Sheetal Chef in literally anything and I will watch it. Yeah. So, and I think a lot of uh, queer women feel the same way. I like, I think this is one of my top, like I, I like this one more than I liked The World Unseen. Uh, yeah, I agree. Because I don't, I just, I think I've rewatched this one more times. Like I think I've watched The World Unseen it's, like It's once. fluffier. I know, I know that's most of it. It's just fluffier. Yeah. It's a fluffier story. It's an easy, it's an easy watch. World Unseen felt, it's a little heavier to me. Yeah. You know? And I like this one. It's just fun. I know. It's just, it's just good, clean fun. You know? It is. Good, clean, lesbian fun. Mm-hmm. Love it. Anything else about this movie before we jump into our Q&A? I can't believe this was 15 years ago. I don't know. I just, it's so funny when you watch things and I'm like, God, it's so dated. But also, I, I don't feel like this feels that old to me. Yeah. I don't know. It's old. It is. And also, it just isn't. I don't know. It hasn't. It's just a good, I think this is a good one. It's a classic. Yeah, yeah. It's a classic. It is a classic. So also, yeah, let us, if you've seen it, let us know what you think. If you haven't seen it yet. Watch it and let us know what you think. And make sure you do our drinking game. All right. Here are your drinking game rules for I Can't Think Straight. Rule number one, every time Tala flirts shamelessly. Two, every time Layla's mom fawns over Ellie. Three, every time their sisters realize they're gay. Lots of times. Four, every time Ronnie spits in the mom's food. I'm here for that. Five, every time Layla has gay panic around Tala. All right, that one's going to get you wasted. Six, every time Tala's mom tries to dress Xena. Seven, every time they talk religion or politics. And eight, every time our two main leads have smoking chemistry. So drink up. (laughs) But remember, drink responsibly, be safe, have fun, 
And as you're doing this game, let us know. Send us a message. Hey, I did the game with my partner. It was super fun. We love to hear it. Let's head into our Q&A. Q, 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 and, 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 and gay. Question number one. What's the gayest thing Tala does? A, plays polo. B, wears pantsuits. C, the eyelash move. Or D, breaks off four engagements. I mean, <laughs> listen, they're all extremely gay, but I think the gayest is breaking off four engagements. Like I'm girl. sorry, being being that heavily bearded and still not being able to commit to it, so gay. So gay. So gay. Question two, Ellie. What's your favorite Shamim Sarif movie out of A, The World Unseen, B, I Can't Think Straight, C, Despite the Falling Snow, or D, The House of Tomorrow? It's got to be B, I Can't Think Straight. It's a, it's it's a, a hit, you know? It's a bop. All right, question number three from our favorite scene ever. What's the gayest thing in Layla's bedroom? A, the Katie Lang CD. B, the Martina Navratilova autobiography. C, Fingersmith. Or D, Layla. I mean, um, listen, out of the objects, it is the Fingersmith. But the owner of all of those objects is Layla and is just, she's so fucking gay. So gay. She's so gay. She's, you know, she's thought about it. She's thought about it. She's been thinking about it. (laughs) Question four, Ellie. How many times have you been engaged? A, never. B, once. C, twice. Or D, more than four times. (laughs) I'm going to go with A, never. Never been engaged. Not even a not yet option in here? Wow. Not yet. (laughs) There you go. All right. Question number five. Which move would have worked on you? A, the cheek kiss. B, the polo helmet. C, feeding you fruit, or D, the dancing? Listen, if I was a baby gay like Layla is in this movie, I'm going to say the dancing would have been too much for me. Mm. The polo helmet. Would have worked. Would have worked. Would have been been good. Smooth move, yeah. It's like it's forward, but not too forward, you know? Yeah, it gives you it gives you a little bit of a chill, but you're like, oh, it could have been friendly. She's because I Layla's response to the dancing is like so smooth. And I'm like, I would have just been like just gl- brain Melt. blue screen, like passing out on the floor. I think I don't know, it's a little it's a little much. I was melting just watching it. I wasn't even in the, <laughs> in the room. I wasn't even there. <laughs> Uh, it was too much. Oh, it was too so much. much. Remember, you can give us your own answers to this episode's Q and Gay questions on our Twitter at Let's Hang Out Pod. Let me hear you say hip 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 hip. We love hearing from all of you. We love continuing to build this community. So we just want to shout out some of our favorite things every episode. And listen, I know this feels like a little bit of a redo, but we just got back from Croatia. Ellie and I literally flew back yesterday as we're recording this. We're, we're a little tired, but we're doing great. We are, doing great. We are keeping the <laughs> we vibes rolling. We okay. And we want to shout out all the people who came to Croatia with us. Like we said at the top, we just had... So much fun. Such an incredible week. And so we want to make sure that we thank all of the people who came on this incredible trip, made so many memories with us. So this is going out to Lars, Abby, Laura, Morgan, Sam, Crystal, Yasmin, Dur, Tu, Sophia, Irene, F, Leah, Taylor, and MJ. And, of course, 
our captain, our uh, oh captain, our captain, Vladdy Daddy, <laughs> the, the, tour, the guide tour guide of all tour of guides. All tour guides. Um, we would have been lost without you, Vlad. You know, just Vlad, if you're listening, we love you. We love you. We we love all of our LGBTs. We had the best time. And as always, we want to thank our Lesbian Jesus patrons, Mark Foster, Tanya Ferguson, Alana Rosen, Lizette Stye, A.D. Benitez, Fiona W., and Sophia Phillips. And our King Princess patrons, Amy and Ellen, Leah Henley, Andrea Doucette, and Julia Gonzalez. Thank you all so much for supporting us. As always, we could not continue to make this show without you. Remember, you can find us on all the social medias. We are on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Les Hangout Pod. You can email us at leshangoutpod at gmail.com. You can check out our website at leshangoutpod.com. Whatever app you use for podcasts, make sure you subscribe so you'll be the first to know when new episodes drop. We also have videos going up on our YouTube channel. You can subscribe at youtube.com slash leshangoutpod to catch those. Les Hangout is an independently produced show hosted by us with audio production by me. Our production assistant is Krista Murison and Twitter shenanigans by Lee Holmes Foster. If you want to help support the podcast, there are so many ways to do it. The first, you can leave us a rating and a review on whatever app you use to listen to podcasts. It helps new people find the show. If you want to join our Patreon, you can do that at bit.ly slash Patreon. We have monthly bonus episodes coming up talking about different lesbian TV shows or movies that we can't quite get to in our regular season. We have uh, Patreon-only watch parties, our Discord chat, all kinds of fun perks for our patrons, and we'd love to see you there. If you want to get some merch, now is a great time to start planning all of your Halloween and holiday merch purchases. We have all of our designs up on our Tee Public. You can get them on tees, tote bags, mugs, all sorts of stuff. You can find all of our designs at bit.ly slash lesshop. And remember, we have a queer production company making queer podcast musicals with guaranteed happy endings. You can find everywhere at at dollarbeanprod. You can also check out our website, dollarbeanproductions.com. And you can listen to all the episodes of our first show, The Flame, on any podcasting app. And if you want to help support us in making more queer musicals, you can join our Patreon at bit.ly slash dollarbeanpatreon. If you want to follow us individually, you can follow me at Ellie Brigida on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. And you can follow me on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok at LSH Foster. With that, I'm Ellie. And I'm Lee. And, and let's, let's hang, hang out, out again, again soon. soon. Let's hang out. Out, out.